welcome to Her Natural Potential Podcast. This is the place where we help driven women get healthier, wealthier, and stronger. I'm your host, Nikki Quark, a registered holistic nutritionist and transformation coach, and I'm going to show you how to level up your nutrition, health, and mindset so you can start living life at your full potential. Good morning. Today, we're going to be talking about sleep. And I'm going to be sharing some of my favorite evening routine habits that I really like to incorporate to optimize sleep. Because you have probably heard me talk time and time again about the importance of sleep and not just getting enough sleep, but good quality sleep. And this is where like, if you are dealing with any hormonal imbalances, you need to get your sleep in check. Like this is such a key foundational aspect of your health that a lot of people overlook. And it has massive influences on not just one type of hormone, but a variety of different hormones. And also can really increase the likelihood of not being satiated, so being hungrier throughout the day, having low energy, so not being as motivated throughout the day, and also having cravings, right? So it's going to make it a lot harder to stay consistent with certain nourishing meals or goal-supportive options, right? So really paying attention to your sleep is super, super important. I'm going to share you with you guys some actual like specific, actionable things that you can do on an evening, like a daily evening basis to really help you improve your sleep. And these are the things that I do on a regular basis and that I share with my clients because they have work, they have been proven, and they really aren't that difficult to incorporate. And they have a massive, massive difference. So biggest thing, how many of you guys have a consistent routine, right? Especially like when it comes to your sleep schedule. And this means having a regular sleep schedule doesn't just mean Monday to Friday when you have a certain work schedule. Weekends as well. Because our body is very synced to the time we wake up and the time we go to bed. And so many people, right, they wonder why they have trouble getting up. They wonder why they have trouble falling asleep. And it's like you do not have consistency in your sleep schedule. And so this is extremely important to help your body out, to work alongside your cortisol rhythm. And of course, I didn't just like step into it one day and be like, okay, I'm going to wake up at 4 a.m. and everything's going to be perfect. But I created a consistent sleep schedule and I stayed committed to it. And I had a consistent wake up time. So 4 a.m. And I had a consistent bedtime. So 8 p.m. Letting myself have eight hours of sleep And I helped my body sink. I helped my cortisol rhythm sink. And so with this, now I naturally wake up at a certain time and I naturally am ready for bed at a certain time. And this is where a lot of times, right, people, they struggle with getting up in the morning, but then they stayed up super late and it's like they've only been in bed for six hours and then they wonder why, hey, why am I tired? I have to wake up at a certain time or vice versa right? They sleep in till 11 a.m. And then they wonder why they can't go to bed at a normal time and they're staying up till 2 a.m., right? And so it's like, pay attention to these things and really kind of acknowledge the fact, like if your sleep is all over the place, (laughs) it's going to be a lot harder, right? Do yourself a favor and have a consistent sleep schedule. 
Now, again, speaking, kind of elaborating on that, as I was touching base, we have this natural rise in cortisol at a certain time in the morning, right? It naturally signals our body to get up and get going. So we have this natural rise in cortisol and then throughout the day, it's meant to taper down. And then with cortisol being lower in the evenings, this actually allows that melatonin production. And melatonin is that hormone that kind of helps our body actually like signals our body to actually fall asleep. We're trying to wake up at a certain time and our cortisol is low, right? Then that's going to make it more difficult to wake up. And then also vice versa, right? Like if our cortisol is high in the evening, and we're impeding on that melatonin production, then that's also going to make it a lot more difficult to fall asleep. So acknowledging the fact we have these amazing natural rhythms and these natural cycles with our hormones. And so how do we actually work with the body and support it? And this is again, where people get frustrated and they're like, well, why am I having trouble with this? And it's like, well, you're signaling your body one thing and expecting something else. And it's like, you got to work with your body a little bit. So really pay attention to these things. And so foundational thing, if you take one thing from this conversation, have a consistent sleep schedule. It's going to be a game changer. And that means every single day, not just Monday to Friday, weekends as well. It's going to make it a lot easier. You can shift a little bit on the weekends, right? You can sleep in a little bit, but the more consistent you can be, the easier it'll be. Now, speaking on the topic of melatonin production and what can actually interfere with that. If you are sitting in front of a screen and you have all that blue light, or you're scrolling on your phone in bed and you have all that blue light, that blue light from your screens can actually interfere with that melatonin production. It's going to kind of signal our body and be like, hey, it's not quite nighttime yet, right? The other thing too is screens and depending on what you're viewing and what you're watching can also raise your cortisol. So it's also going to make it more difficult to actually fall asleep. So paying attention to your screen time. And one of the things that I do and that I recommend to most people and why I'm sharing this today is have a time where, because so if you have a, a like a bedtime, right? So for example, if you're going to bed at 10 PM, right? You want to go to bed at 10 PM, that last hour or two before bed, try to avoid any blue light. And for me personally, I have a certain time where I turn work off. It's like, okay, work off. I'm going to spend some time with my husband. I'm going to chill. I'm going to kind of plan my day. I'm going to get ready for bed and do all of these things. And so with that too, right, I have that portion in the evening where I'm not getting overly stimulated and I'm not checking emails, scrolling on TikTok, doing all of these things. And so that, again, is going to be extremely supportive of keeping our cortisol low and helping support that natural melatonin production and also just priming your body for bedtime, right? Having an evening routine can really prime your body for bed and therefore to really optimize, not just being able to fall asleep quickly, but also the sleep cycles you can go through and the quality of sleep right? So you actually wake up feeling rested. So have a set time where you kind of, you, and this comes down to boundaries, right? This is really important where it really kind of comes down to boundaries about, okay, this is the time where I stop watching TV. This is the time where I stop checking work emails. 
This is the time where I start getting ready for bed and happy setting those boundaries with yourself. And the same thing with the sleep schedule, right? It's going to be challenging at first because it's new, like any habit and any change in routine. But the more consistent we can do it, the easier it'll get. And there's even apps now too, right? There's even certain, there's like, like literal solutions, easy solutions for you that can actually turn certain notifications off at a certain time. And so finding these solutions for you and being like, hey, well, if I need to go to bed at 10 p.m., I'm going to shut everything off around 9 p.m. Setting that boundary and starting from there, your evening routine and priming your body for bed. And trust me, (laughs) the more you can dial in your evening routine and optimize your sleep, the better life will get. Because it's like, again, sleep is such a foundational part of your health and it has such a massive impact if you're not sleeping well enough, right? It affects everything systemically. Now, with the boundaries, right? And avoiding the blue light. This doesn't mean that you don't, you like go into bed and you like don't do anything. Like you can incorporate certain kind of activities, I guess, in the evenings to really kind of still be part of your evening routine, right? So instead of sitting and watching Netflix until 10 p.m., like do something that is still going to be supportive of keeping your cortisol low and supporting your sleep, right? So this is where you can incorporate activities like journaling. Right. I really find evenings are great for reflection. Right. So mornings, I love like when it comes to morning routine and evening routine, I always say like morning routines are really about setting your intentions and planning your day and figuring out like what actions am I going to take? Right. And what like and figuring out what your big intentions are for the day, what you're going to get done, really building that motivation, setting yourself up for success. And then evenings are really great for reflection. So reviewing, how did the day go? How did you feel? Where are those areas for improvement? What could you change, right? What do you want to like improve on? What do you want to work on tomorrow, right? So using that time in the evenings for certain reflective journaling practices, um, you can also read, right? Reading is really great instead of watching TV where you can still kind of do something and kind of gather knowledge, but it's also going to help you fall asleep easier versus watching TV, which can stimulate you and then make it more difficult to fall asleep, right? So activities like journaling, kind of reflecting on your day and different things, and then also reading can be helpful. Now you can also do um, like, how about like a hot shower, right? Or an Epsom salt bath, right? Epsom salt baths are going to be loaded with magnesium, which you can absorb transdermally, which can also relax your muscles and relax your body and relax your nervous system. So this can also be really helpful for just kind of relaxing yourself right before bed. This is what, like, like I said, these are like the key habits that I incorporate on a regular basis that have worked really, really well. And then in terms of supplementation, now I'm not going to give very specific supplement recommendations because it does vary person to person, but I'm going to share with you two of my favorite supplements. Two of the things that I incorporate on a regular basis that have had massive impacts on my sleep, right? And so, and I'll actually share three. (laughs) I'll share three that have literally like been the most impactful for me. And again, if you struggle with 
falling asleep or even like the quality of your sleep and staying asleep, then magnesium, like I was saying, even with the Epsom salt bath can be helpful, but you can also take a supplement of magnesium. This can be really, really helpful for just relaxing your body, right? Reishi is a type of medicinal mushroom that I really enjoy too. And that's something that I've incorporated. You can take it in supplement form, but I really like it. There's this a Reishi elixir. Um, it's called, it's like a, like a tea powder in a sense. And it's by like Four Sigmatic. They do like pretty high quality, different kind of like medicinal like functional mushroom products. Um, and that's something that I would make kind of like a little tea. Um, and then I would have that. And then you can also get it in like a cocoa powder. Um, there's, I think, I believe like Harmonic Arts has a really good quality one. And then Botanica is another brand that I really like and that I've tried too. And so reishi is this really great medicinal mushroom that can really help, again, relax your body and relax your nervous system and really kind of help you with your sleep and the sleep quality um, and with sleep, like the, how, the, the, how quickly you fall asleep. So the sleep latency. So that's another thing. And then the other supplement is CBD. That's another one that I personally have used and I've really enjoyed and it has helped my sleep and just falling asleep. I do find that I tend to like personally, I like to rotate. I don't like to just have like, I don't like doing everything at once. Um, I like either doing like the magnesium or the reishi or the CBD and then just kind of rotating things. Um, and that seems to work really well for me too. But there are a ton of other different supplements too. I know like it really depends on the individual, right? Like what the specific struggle that they're having. Passion flower is really great. Um, you can do like even like GABA and then there's even L-theanine can be calming, right? So there's different types of supplements that can really help kind of relax you and help calm your nervous system and then really support optimal sleep as well. So again, I wanted to hop on here and just share with you like very simple things that I incorporate on a regular basis in my evening routine. Of course, there's other things too, like meditation is really great. Um, and something that you can incorporate into your evening routine. I personally like doing meditation in the mornings. Um, because again, I like to do it in a way to kind of just like reflect and set my intentions and like, see what comes up and really kind of plan my day and kind of get into a more kind of creative space, I guess you could say. Whereas I know some people prefer meditating for the, like the, just to relax and calm their mind. And so if you're someone that struggles with that, then maybe having a meditation practice in the evening can be helpful. And like meditation too, you can do it any time of day. You can do it twice a day. You can do it three times a day if you want, whatever you need. So that's going to be another thing that I'm going to recommend that can be helpful. Another practice that you can incorporate as well into an evening routine is deep breathing. So this is similar to meditation, but it's more so focusing on your breath. And there's different types of deep breathing exercises that you can do for different reasons. So you can do certain breathing patterns to stimulate your body right? To feel more energized. So these of course are great in the mornings. And then there's different breathing patterns that you can do to actually relax your nervous system and calm your body, right? And reduce stress. And so finding the ones that are going to do, serve you in the way that you want. But again, in the evenings, if you want to incorporate deep breathing, that is something else that you can do. Sometimes things won't be perfect. Sometimes your evening routine will be hindered. <laughs> 
try to maintain that awareness of the stress on your body and look for those other things at least, right? So if it's not sleep that you can optimize, can you optimize your nutrition? Can you optimize your coping, your stress coping mechanisms, your stress management? Can you optimize your hormones in other ways? Can you optimize your gut health in other ways, right? Try to find those other things. So I'm going to hop off. Um, Hopefully you found that was helpful. Hopefully that gave you some specific actionable items that you can incorporate into your evening routines to optimize your sleep and just feel a lot better. That's all we got for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. One thing that really helps this podcast and other women who have yet to join us is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen. Please share with anybody you think might enjoy it. And also make sure to connect with me on Instagram at Nikki Park. Until next time.